Attention all Challenge fans. There is a ton of great Challenge merchandise at the Paramount Shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official Challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything The Challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And surprise, I'm Big T. It's time for a very special episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. Unfortunately, Anissa couldn't be here for this one, but we are super excited to have on the challenge vet and resident comedian Big T to co-host with me today. (laughs) Tori, I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to talk about this week's insane episode. Ah, Me either. I was so excited when I heard you were going to be co-hosting this with me. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about all this so let's just get started yeah let's go all right big t let's just dive into this so i'm going to show you how it's done me and anisa have this thing in honor of the 36th season of the challenge we do a 36 second recap it does involve a lot of anxiety it's hard to get a lot of facts out there in 36 seconds but because you're new to the show, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to show you how it's done, okay? okay? Put the timer on. Let's get it. Okay, let's go, Tori. Right. <laughs> this episode was crazy. Everybody looked like a little piece of poop dangling from a string. Poor Anissa, that rope looked crazy. But there was a helicopter and Nani was really excited. But Devin and Josh could not get on the rope. But the one person who got on the rope and shocked everybody was the one and only Big T who is co-hosting with me today. And that shit is going to be crazy to talk about because she murdered that swim. That shit was nuts. So then after that, everybody went back to the house. Everything was split up. Darrell didn't know what to do. He was like, do I go this way or that way or this way or that way? He looked like he was playing Twister with his mind. All of a sudden, he got into the booth. Bam! Did one, did a dirty shit to CT. CT got in there. He was like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, TJ pulled out and he was like, nah, man. Challenge breach or something like that. And we're all like, what is going on? And then TJ did his dirty and cut off the episode early. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Very impressive. I don't know if I can talk that fast, but I'll give it my best try. I, you know what? Give it a slow, 36-second thoughtful, <laughs> you know? Make it, do whatever you got to do to make it yours. Okay. Can I just say one line for 36 seconds? <laughs> the same thing like, over and over. I won. I won. <laughs> Big T wins today's challenge. Big T is a great swimmer, okay? Did you see that coming? No, you didn't. 36 seconds, that's all I've got to say. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you really hit me with a curveball with that one. That was good. (laughs) I got to give it to you, though. And, like, we do this thing on here, play of the day, best athletic move. A hundred percent, it goes to you. You got to walk us through everything about that. Like, we're going to dive deeper into it in the episode. But, like, just give us a little bit right now. How did it feel? It just felt so good because I had so much pressure to, you know, really perform in today's daily because I knew how much CT wanted to go down to get his gold skull. I was feeling bad because I felt as if I was holding him back this entire season. So I saw that rope and I was just like, you know what, girl, you've got this jump on this rope. I'm quietly like quite a confident swimmer, but I didn't want to say anything beforehand just in case I messed mm. up and be like, you know, I'm great at swimming and then you know do really bad jobs so yeah so yeah so I really enjoyed both parts of the challenge were you more nervous for the rope hold or for the swim I'm just getting onto the rope because the thing was I was 
I was confident in my skills on hanging on to the rope because as I said, I've done pole dance classes. And so yeah. I knew those skills were gonna come in very handy. And so, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. I love when you were like telling CT, you gotta do pole dancing. He's like, okay. <laughs> imagine ct on a pole oh my god that has to happen it would be like a delicious shish kebab i'll be like okay i'll take a bite (laughs) i'll have a slice of that i'll have a slice okay well let's get into the dirtiest deed of the day so what do you think was the craziest political move on this episode well, do you know what? I think the craziest and shadiest political move was by Mr. Durrell. Because mm. Team Durrell had been playing the game since, you know, day one, OGs together. And then for Durrell to side with Big Brother, you know, that's something that I thought was an ultimate blindside. It took me by surprise because you do see Durrell as this like loyal OG kind of guy. But like he, he, Big T had him pinned. Like he's like, he floats his way to the final and then he kills it when he's there. And that's like exactly Darrell's game. I was shocked that he sided with Big Brother too, but there must have been something about him being partners with Amber B because she was Big Brother all the way. And like maybe when you're close with your partner, you start to put their feelings into play and you do have to work with them in a challenge. So like, I think that she may have helped to sway that to get Josh, you know, safe, keep him safe. Yeah, 100%. And also there was just something in the air this season. Like the Big Brother crew, like they had some juju going on because they had everyone under their spell. So, you know, and also I think with Darrell, he wanted to vote the same way as his partner, which I think a lot of us did do. Totally. It was such a crazy episode. Well, let's dive into it a little bit more because I got to pick your brain on this daily challenge. Yeah, you know, this is a daily challenge that I'm very happy to talk about more than uh, some other ones in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so because you were there, I am really curious. Just explain to me what Airlift was all about, what it was like to be there, and how you felt doing it. So, Tori, we're walking down this hill, and the first thing I see is a helicopter. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, we're going up again. (laughs) And at this stage, I'm absolutely terrified because I know I'm going to be in the air. And it's got something to do with swimming because we see a platform, which is, you know, quite far away from us, like a small pavilion. So for today's challenge, TJ lets us know that we have to go on a speedboat whilst the boat is going at like vast speeds. We have to jump onto this rope, which this helicopter above us is like holding. We have to hang onto this rope and then jump down at a certain point and then swim to the pavilion and then set off this buzzer. Um, you know, <laughs> this was actually turned out to be my favorite challenge ever, even though going into it, I was absolutely terrified. Mm. But this was the first time I felt as if I was actually doing like a stunt from like a James Bond movie, like, you know, yeah. that speedboat like, and then, you know, just getting the detonator and helicopters and all that jazz. It's fabulous. Totally. I mean, and you crushed it. There was plenty of people who did not crush it. Like there were people who I thought were going to do really well and then just dropped the ball. But I mean, like everybody started off really strong. Like who was the first team that went again? It was um, Casey and Leroy. They crushed it. They did. And I know that Leroy has been doing swimming lessons recently. So kudos to him because he did so well with that. 
Totally. I mean, it's always great when you see a challenger do something not so great on the show and then they go back and they work on it because that's like all you can do. You can't really train for everything. The challenge throws shit at you left and right. You never know when you're going to be a tampon hanging on a string from a helicopter. Like you can't prepare for that. You just got to go home. Do what you can, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I thought they did really well. I was actually, you know, with Nani and Josh, I was really disappointed for them because, Mm. yeah, because I was excited to see Josh's swimming because I've heard he's very good swimmer. He is. He is. But you know what? Maybe all that flirting beginning in the episode got in Josh's mind and he was like, let me get my fair maiden her rope. Let me be the let let me bring chivalry back to the challenge. Like, Josh, today wasn't the day to do it, bro. Today was not the day to do it. Poor Nani, man. So you reckon that was some sort of like flirting technique on Josh's behalf? Like trying to get Nani's rope? Like... I don't know. Listen, I'm going to tell you a funny story about Josh real quick. I don't even know if I should say this. He might kill me. But this story is so good. You were actually there, Big T. We were in in the bunker on Total Madness. And Josh got really wasted one night. We, We went to go to that, like, cavern out in, like, the middle of nowhere. We went to that old movie thing. He comes back. He's laying on the bed. We're, like, rubbing him because he was, like, throwing up, you know? He's, like, a little, a little hungover. So we're, like, rubbing him. And as we're rubbing him, he's, like, Anissa, will you suck my dick? And we were like, Josh, he is one of, he's a lover boy, certified lover boy. He's hilarious. He flirts with everybody in the best way. Like, I love that about Josh. I think it's amazing. So I'm not surprised that Josh is getting a little, you know, cozy with Nani because I mean, she's beautiful and she's amazing. So why not? And Josh is actually, you know, quite surprisingly, quite a massive horn dog. Like he's me actually as well. So when I was watching (laughs) that with Nani, I was a bit like, okay, Josh. (laughs) Okay. I thought it was just me and Amber B and somebody else that you found. Nani too? (laughs) Is everybody nobody's safe? Nobody's safe. <laughs> no one's safe. <laughs> I gotta love him though, man. It sucked because you know, after he finished, he obviously comes down and then you know what happens. Devin. Devin Walker starts go- verbally vicious. This man has no chill. Once he finds like a weakness, he just like takes a stick and like jabs at it. Devin was definitely, you know, enjoying that moment with Josh and he just kept on gyrating and just kept jabbing Josh. And, uh, <sighs> you know, when it came to his and Gabby's turn, as Bessie says in the episode, I, I hate to say it, I feel like that was a little bit of karma. A hundred percent. And that's why it's like you don't talk shit before you finish. Like, if you're going to talk shit, do yourself a favor and make sure you can get the job done. Because if you're going to talk, then it's going to look worse on you. Like at the end of the whole thing, Devin, you're the one who looked like the asshole. And like, who's to say that you being an asshole in that moment wasn't the reason that Darrell inevitably switched his vote? Because maybe Darrell was like, mm, like, I actually don't like the way that person is because it sucks to lose. So you just never know. You never know. You never know. But you know what? I got to give it to Gabby because she got on that. She was so cute up there holding on to that thing so tight, like scowling at Devin from above. Gabby was absolutely fuming because already, you know, from the offset, she was kind of telling Devin to like, shut up. (laughs) She was like, stop, you know, throwing these insults at Josh. However, you know, she did really well. And I feel like she could have done very well in that challenge. And so I feel bad for Gabs there. Totally. Yeah. Cam and Leroy also did really well. Nam and Lolo did really well. I mean, there was not Cam and Leroy. Cam and Kyle did well. Um, oh my gosh, Tori. Lolo is such a fast swimmer. Really? Like, you can even see uh, TJ being like, whoa. Because like she just sprinted in that water. It was 
absolutely fabulous wow. and one of her shoes fell off so if that hadn't happened I think we would have seen her be even faster well you beat her so how does that feel I beat an Olympic athlete <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool that's Oh, cool. Oh, my God. Lola was so funny. After I won, she came up to me. She was like, you know, I've got to really rethink my Olympic training, you know? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What are these pole classes that you're doing? Like, sign me up. (laughs) Oh, man. And you know what? She is such a fierce competitor, and you can see it. You can see it in her demeanor while she's at the challenge, and after it's over, she's really hard on herself. So I think that's why it it weighs on her so much heavier, because at – a high level she's a very professional athlete and like you could see it in this episode it really gets the best of her because obviously she ends up going home yeah you know because as an athlete you have such a regimented schedule and like workout routine and I think as you said she's very hard on herself not excelling but you know this isn't the Olympics so the challenge the dailies that we do are so random and it is different skills whereas Lolo is trained for specific skills running and bobsledging mm-hmm. and you know the skills yeah. that come with doing those athletic uh, yeah. competitions. And so, you know, with the Olympics coming ahead and training, I think, you know, her focus was, you know, I'm not excelling in this uh, competition challenge. So let me go back home and focus on what I'm really good at, which is being yeah. an Olympic athlete. So, yeah. yeah, I think it was a very tough decision for her because I think, you know, she doesn't want to come across like a quitter because she wasn't. I think she was just, you know, prioritizing what needed to be prioritized. And it paid off because uh, she won a medal recently. So well done, Lolo. Well done, Lolo. And you know what? I got to say this, though. Like, I absolutely, uh, I support anyone's decision to walk away from the game because it is mentally draining. But the one positive thing you can get out from losing the challenge is that you have to learn just to not be hard on yourself. You never know what you're going to get. You never know when it's not going to be your day. You never, like, you never know when you're not going to compete. Like, it's, you just don't, you can't really prepare for it. So yeah. you have to just you have to be easy on yourself. When you lose, you lose. You gotta take it, you gotta take it the best way possible. And you just try to gotta be easy on yourself. So I hope that she can just take that away from the show. But let's get into something more positive. Let's get into your win. Let's talk about it. Tell me about your experience. Did being the last team help you? Do you think that you had the ability to watch everybody, or were you just getting more psyched out and more nervous? More and more psyched out and oh, nervous. Mm. By the time it came to me in CT, I was literally shaking. I was petrified I was being so hard on myself um you know I was kind of expecting not to do well and at this stage I put too much pressure on myself and that's why when we're on the boat CT holds my hand he's like do you know what just do your best and you know you're gonna make me proud whatever the outcome and that just really gave me this sort of you know little happiness and then you know good encouragement then I jump onto the rope and I was just like bloody hell this is fantastic this is uh, much fun you were smiling the entire time <laughs> like what like nobody was smiling you're just like yeah like rolling in circles smiling I was actually screaming I was going like yay this is so fun CT and he was like looking at me like what <laughs> like he's he's the one struggling he's the one holding on for dear life right now he's, he's like 250 pounds like in a good way he's big dude you know like holding on for life and you're over there just like smiling your little happy butt off <laughs> but then the swim I just we got to talk about it one more time how much training and swimming do you have because you crushed that 
Uh, so when I was back at high school, I was on the swimming team. So like I'm used to doing like front course sprints. Like I'm not used to swimming in a life jacket, but I just had all this adrenaline in me and so much d- determination. And I just literally just, just went for it. I just swam as fast as I could. And uh, uh, I, I did kind of surprise myself, uh, but you know, it was a really happy outcome. <laughs> and especially you held on to the rope really long. Like CT was like drop and you were like, not yet. And I was nervous for a second there that we were going to have this moment where you were like too afraid to actually fall. But then you like timed it perfectly. Like, did you did you do that on purpose or was it just like the universe working through you and like you becoming this epic competitor? Yeah, I think it was the universe coming really? to me. <laughs> being, you yes. Yeah, I just felt really confident in my actions and I just felt really focused and all the nerves and everything had gone. And I just felt like, you know what, T, you've got this and just enjoy it. And I enjoyed every second of it. And you know what, it was just, I really needed that for my morale because going into it, I was just feeling really low and hard on myself. And I just came out and just felt bloody amazing. I felt like, wow, this is something I'm going to definitely remember. And that was my favorite daily I've ever done on the show. And yes. that moment I was like, I'm back in the game, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like that moment where you like feel like, okay, I am like, you feel like you are a challenger. It's like so good. And you never know when you're going to get that moment in a game, because like you said, you just don't know, you don't know when it's going to be your time. And so you crush that. And you know what? You turned the house upside down because no one thought that you guys were going to win. You guys get back into the house. And now the deliberation is insane. Like, what was that like being in the house when nobody knew where they were going to go or where Darrell was going to go? Well, that's the thing. Cause I had no idea what was going on either, really, because I knew that CT wanted Josh, but I didn't know what was going to happen with the numbers. Now, I'm so close to Devin and, you know, I'm very worried because, you know, Devin has a way of getting himself into trouble. And I was like, oh, dear, I think he might have put a target on his back again yesterday by, like, you know, his comments to Josh. Right. Um, so it was very intense. So, you know, when we come back to the house and we go to the club, the igloo, is that what we call yeah. it? Club Igloo. Club Igloo. <laughs> um, yeah. CT and I had a rule that, you know, no talking game tonight because tonight we're just going to have fun. Um, I see that Nanny and Leroy broke that rule, which is noted. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, mm. but yeah, but like we just wanted to have fun and, you know, just because we knew that the next day was going to be very intense. And, uh, but, you know, I had my VIP area again, which I really enjoyed. And yes. if I was to like come back for next seasons, I'll definitely bring back the VIP area and have to. Might even make it into like a private members club. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic <laughs> at this point. And, and not only that, you're, when you step into after you've won a challenge, you just like own it, which I absolutely love. <laughs> The outfit's got to keep coming. The style's got to keep coming. Swag's got to keep coming. VIP's got to keep coming. 100%. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So Leroy and Nani, obviously Leroy seems like he's playing a little bit of both sides. Like you see him have this conversation kind of with CT and then you see him go up to Nani and tell Nani what CT said. And then in the morning you tell, you watch Leroy, he's like, oh, supposedly, you know, so Leroy's doing this thing where he's, he's not sure which direction he's going to go. Like, do you think that a lot of people in the house were on different, like playing both sides at this point? Or do you think it was like a really clear cut split? I think it was a really clear cut split. It definitely was because that's why Darrell's vote was so essential. Yeah. Like it was literally at this stage, there are not many people left in the house. So every vote really does matter because at this stage, you really can't be burning. And so, so that was really intense, actually. 
all eyes were on Doral. Yeah. And then he ends up voting for Devin, which blows everyone's mind. And the security breach happens when we get to the challenge or when we get to the elimination. Like, where did that come from? I have a feeling that the security breach came from the fact that Lulu left the game. Because, Mm. you know, thus far, we never get to preempt whether it's going to be a girl's elimination or boy's elimination. Now, with this security breach, that just changed everything. Because I was just like, is it going to be a girl's? Is it going to, what is going to happen? Dude, it was crazy. And then you walk up to the elimination. What was it like for everybody when they saw what the elimination was? You know, so we start to see a pattern at this point because we've seen a variation of this elimination in the past with Ashley and Cam. So I think people were like, okay, we kind of know how this goes. We've seen Ashley and Cam's technique in the past doing this exact elimination. However, they seem to be puzzle pieces uh, Mm -hmm. on the walls this time. So we're like, okay, this is going to be, you know, something different. Similar, they've added an additional puzzle. Yeah. Which is what we saw with the Josh and Michi thing. Because Josh and Michi did the same elimination Anissa and I did. But then they had this like slider puzzle before. And it like threw Michi completely off because he couldn't even figure out the puzzle, which I get it. Sometimes it's you're under so much pressure you can't even think. And Josh crushed that puzzle. So it's interesting because Devin gets to be in a position now where he's already in elimination. And he gets to do something that isn't hands-on physical. Like, he just has to control his own body weight, and then it's a puzzle. So it's like, Devin's not in the worst boat right now, because these are kind of his strengths. Yeah, you know, he does love a puzzle. And, you know, he is like, I think he calls himself a puzzle master. I'm not sure. So, yeah, he does. You know, it was a good day Devin. <laughs> He's got a lot to live up to, Dev. You call yourself the puzzle master. You better go down there and fucking rock that shit. Mm, indeed indeed. So when they said security breach, what did what were you speculating? Where did your mind go? My mind absolutely froze because I knew that CT wanted to go throw himself down in there to get his gold skull. But I was kind of also thinking, what does this mean for me? Mm. You know, like, this is so intense. And, you know, as I said in the episode, like, it just shows this game, expect the unexpected. And, you know, at this stage, this is the longest I'd been uh, in the challenge for. I've never, like, survived this many weeks. Oh, wow. I was really happy about that, but I was also like, oh my gosh, what have I let myself in for? Oh, <laughs> listen, you never know until you get there. So it's amazing that you've made it thus far. Obviously, there's so many people rooting for you out there. We want to watch you keep killing it. So like maybe next episode is when you go in and get your skull. I want you to tell me, but I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. Not going to make you lose your contract (laughs) for this podcast. But thank you so much, Big T. I think we should get deeper into an interview in a little bit because I have a lot more questions I want to ask you personally about your experience on the show. And we want to get to know you more. So stay tuned, everybody, because we're about to interview Big T. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com. 
All right, welcome back, everybody, and hi, Big T, again. I'm so excited to dive into a more personal interview with you because you are one of, like, the new fan favorites on the show. Everybody loves you, and it's time to, like, get to know you more. Not that we don't already know you enough, but we want more. We need more Big (laughs) T. So let's dive into some questions, shall we? Okay, let's do it. Have you been watching the episodes of The Challenge, or are you just, like, one of those people who goes on the show and is like, I can't deal with it, I can't watch it? (laughs) Do you know what, Tori? I'm so addicted to watching each episode. Like, this game is so intense. Like, even having watched this episode with you now, I'm sweating and I know what happens next. Like, you relive yeah. every second and every emotion and also seeing things that I hadn't seen like other people's conversations. Like, I, I'm so thirsty for all of it. I love it. Were you a fan of the show before you became a challenger? Or did you learn about it by getting casted and then watch it? Okay, so I actually, I'd heard of the show before getting casted, but I hadn't watched it. So I do my my audition. You know, I hear that I'm going on the show. Then I watch an episode of it and I'm just like, bloody hell, this is quite intense. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And then when you arrived on the show, were you like, it's more intense or it's as intense or it's less intense? Like, what was your gauge once you got there? Uh, I was like, this is much more intense because I was uh, I was prepared for the physical intensity of the game, but I wasn't prepared for the political side. And I didn't realize how important that was to navigate your way through this, this, you know, this experience. Which is so interesting because I feel like you thrive in that area. Thank you. I'm a quick learner. <laughs> yeah, you just like thrive in it. I feel like you, but maybe, yeah, oh, I guess over the seasons, like you really do kind of figure out your political game because we've seen the evolution because the first season... You weren't there for too long. It was World of the Worlds too, right? Yeah, I, I it was more of a social visit than a actual <laughs> social visit. <laughs> <laughs> Popped in and out, really. <laughs> but then Total Madness, your egg started to crack and like we really got to get to know you. Yeah. And now this season, you're crushing it. Oh, thank you. You know what? Like, I feel as if I've, um, you know, had good mentoring from the vets in the past. Like, you know, I learned a lot about a social game from like Ashley. I've learned mm-hmm. I've learned things from like CT. Like, I feel as if I've been lucky to have some vets like take me under their wing and kind of like train me up. And I still have a lot of learning to do, but you know, just don't we all? It's as I go. <laughs> totally. Do you uh, train in the off season for potentially coming on another season? Uh, so training has been just part of my life now since doing my first season because you know it's no secret that I wasn't the fittest uh you know coming into my first episode <laughs> but since then I've like you know signed up to the gym I'm a regular gym goer but then yes. once I get confirmed for a season Tori those like couple of months leading up to you know when we go filming I'm in the gym every single day like Morning till nighttime. Yes. Uh, that's, that's, that's one of like the best things about being a part of this show. It's like it really inspires you as an individual to just better yourself in your, your physical health area of life and mm-hmm. to want to work on things that you think will make you more successful in the show. Like I practice math now. Like I don't ever want to practice math. I practice math. You know, like I, you, ha- you have to do what you have to do to get better. So. Yeah, absolutely. And like I love that, that it's like, you know, spilled into my everyday life like I'm much healthier person since doing the show I'm not a couch potato anymore you know I didn't mm-hmm. take taxis all of the time I will walk to the shops now and or I'll go for runs <laughs> totally which I love so it's interesting because you're kind of all over the map I know that like sometimes you live in LA sometimes you live in the UK right 
Yes. Yeah. So where, where have you been since this past season ended? And like, are you, yeah, we're just curious. Like, where have you been? What have you been up to? Okay. So I went back to South Africa uh, oh. with my family and I was there for a couple of months. And that was just like a beautiful experience because I haven't been back home for a couple of years. Wow. And I've interacted with like cousins who I haven't seen for like 20 years and things like this. Uh, so it was incredible. And also I have this like six year old niece who's such a diva and she's a huge fan of the challenge, you know. Amazing. And <laughs> you know, when I was watching episodes with her when I didn't win dailies, you know, she would kind of give me a look and be like, you let the team down. So, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so gonna really enjoy watching today's episode for sure oh she's um, going to yeah you're gonna be like her new favorite superhero she, yeah. she hung from a helicopter on a rope and swum and beat a big man <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be so proud being cool to like six and 12 year old kids is you know quite an accomplishment really so uh <laughs> hard <laughs> totally. So how how was working with CT this season? I mean, you guys seem like you have a great bond. Yeah, we definitely had like this amazing platonic chemistry. Like, you know, we felt really bonded towards him because I was really terrified during a lot of these challenges and he mm. held my hand in those moments. And I think that's actually very bonding. Yeah. And like you know, there'll be times when like, I'm literally, I might be smiling, but inside I am panicking, but I just can't let it go to my exterior because I know that I will literally just become like jelly and just like collapse and just staying strong, not just for myself, but for my partner, I think, you know. It's, totally. It's and yeah, so he really encouraged me. I love like CT's progression of working with partners over the years. I did a show with him called uh, Final Reckoning. And we were all partners with people that we had like problems with in the past. And he was partners with this woman named Veronica, who's like an OG. Everybody loves Veronica. She's a savage. And he just had a whole different vibe with her. And I think that like she was so stressed out working with him because she felt a lot of pressure. And he realized how negatively that impacted her game. So like we had we had him on the podcast not too long ago and he talked about that. And he was like, yeah, if I wouldn't have been like that with Veronica, I wouldn't have been able to be the partner I am for Big T now because I saw how it hurt Veronica's game. So it's just so interesting how over the years you learn – so much and like we got to see a clip of that when Gabby was upset that she didn't go into the elimination and CT was like listen my first five seasons I was making rookie mistakes and like you learn so much about yourself and as a competitor over the game so you have to have grace on yourself and I love that he's grown so much so that way he can be the partner he is for you today <laughs> definitely you know I definitely got out his like fuzzy side which he does have you did bring that out now everyone knows he's a massive softy <laughs> yeah it's amazing to watch so you know you've obviously got to learn a lot from him strategically like how do you feel like your game is evolving and like what do you feel how do you feel strategy is important now like just talk to me about how you look at the game now and like where your head's at with the political side okay so like with the political side of the game I what has evolved for me is just like the importance of it and I don't know I feel as if Okay, so with the political side of the game, I've learned to like not to wear my heart on my sleeve too much because I was always very reliant on the fact like, okay, these are my friends in the game. So therefore as friends, we'll be loyal with each other and vote the same way and be trusting. So like I've learned not to be too trusting. And you know, I was very naive with that because you should never be trusting in a situation when there is a million dollars on the line. And you know, Absolutely. 
Yeah, so that's something I've definitely learned. I just definitely like, you know, just keep my eyes on everyone. Yeah. Everyone, even people in my own alliance. I think that's something that uh, I've learned. And yeah, so politically, I think that's something that, yeah, I've evolved in. Yeah, and I think that's key because it's like the more you, the less naive you become, it, the easier it is to just like accept when things don't work your way and to just move on from it. I think like as a competitor, you know, you, you're obviously a competitor and you've, you swam in a, in high school, you said, or in college, which one? A high school. Yeah. So you're a competitor. Like, you know how like addicted you could get to like trying to win a game and like it hurts when like somebody kind of backstabs you or doesn't vote your way. But the more you realize like it's a game, it's for money, there's going to be more seasons. Hopefully I have another chance. The less personal you take things and the easier it is to heal after a season because let's be real. Coming home from a season of the challenge sucks. That flight home is terrible. Oh my God dreadful dreadful like i cry the entire flight home every time everybody on the plane thinks my whole family died like the even my cat my cat's dead too i look like i just like got broken up with by like the richest man in the world and i'm like living in a bag now like that's that's what i look like when i come home from a challenge it's bad so (laughs) let's not talk about that that's just gonna that's just gonna put us in our feels (laughs) i am curious though do you did you expect yourself to win this challenge this weekly challenge Especially because you trained pole dancing, which I love. Well, do you know what with the pole dancing? I think it's hilarious because that's actually part of my challenge training. So, like, all mm. my friends at home were like, "Why are you suddenly doing so many diff- uh, so many pole classes?" I was like, "Oh, I'm training for the challenge," and everyone was laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. So good. So is there any other secret skills that you're hiding from us besides your incredible Shakira impression? Shall you, or is it Cher or Shakira or is it both? Uh, Maybe you should just give us a little taste real quick. (laughs) There you go. Album is amazing. Tori, can I feature like a song with you? (laughs) I would be delighted. I'd be. I'm literally crying and sweating right now. <laughs> That's one of the things. Like one of our favorite thing. Me and Anissa always sing your graces on this podcast because you're one of those people that like you're a gem of a person. And when when we're filming and you do shit like that, God, you just take everybody out of the game for a moment, and we're like, this woman just is saving our lives right now. Oh. <laughs> so good yeah we need those moments of just like just comment relief because it's such an intense environment and like I've heard you mention this in past podcasts like people don't realize how intense it is and I think you were talking about like you know doing a puzzle under pressure like uh, last episode with the totem and how people viewers might be like well that looks simple but like you know when you have a timer and so much pressure on yourself like with your partner and these things are really difficult to do totally absolutely so you're right whenever you have a moment to just like check out of the game it's so important yeah. well just like you know we got a little comic relief earlier in this episode with your training with ct i just want to know what the fuck did he hook up to your body <laughs> and do you think that training helped you <laughs> i think have done something because quite frankly i don't think i'd swam that fast this century <laughs> <laughs> it definitely did something. <laughs> but what, um, what did he hook up to your body? Um, it was like this, these like 
things that increase your blood flow and you can do a 15 minute workout and it has the same results as like a one hour workout. And then these like brain receptor things that apparently just like calm down your brain and oxygen. And I, I don't know, it was, it was a lot of equipment that was really scared. But ultimately I think, you know, he should come out with a workout video because it worked. <laughs> apparently it worked, but I was afraid you were going to get electrocuted. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what is happening? <gasps> It's terrifying. I know, me too. <sighs> Next time he said to me, like, you know, let me train you up, I was very nervous, Tori. I was yeah. like, we'll be back in five. And then just, like, ran to my room. <laughs> totally. So I have one more question about this VIP igloo section because it's amazing. And I don't think a lot of people could pull it off. I honestly think if, like, I walked out and I was like, okay, everybody, VIP igloo, my ass, they'd be like, Tori, you're too cocky. You can't do a VIP igloo. But you have this, like, you just can get away with shit. So do you think that you're going to bring this VIP thing back? You have to. I think I will definitely bring it back. But, like, you know, I think it's going to escalate, Tori. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't think it's going to escalate being a VIP area to being like a private members club. I'm just going to be like, sorry, you're not coming to the igloo tonight. <laughs> like get like a body. Did you have a bodyguard at ever? Did have a bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I had a quick trial out of it. My VIP section he kept trying to come in, but you know. Oh, so funny. <laughs> okay. So let's get into some fun questions. Let's just like get to know you a little bit deeper. I'm curious. Okay. Who is your ideal celebrity partner on the challenge? I've answered this question before. I said if I had to do it, I'd be partners with Will Farrell because everybody would want to keep us around. So um, who would your partner be? Well, actually, I was thinking about this. Like, maybe like Boris Johnson, the prime minister of the UK, because I think what better partner to come in with than a politician, you know? Social game <laughs> done. <laughs> social game wrapped boris johnson let's slide in his dms everybody i don't even know if he has instagram so big t wants you to be a partner on the challenge at boris <laughs> that's so good Don't ourselves out of any situation i feel like you know that million dollars would be in the bank <laughs> oh my gosh so funny okay <laughs> rumor on the street is that you're the big better in the house and you are. You definitely are. You you have you're always betting on somebody or something. So what's the one challenge bet that has made you the most money and who was it against? Okay, so I did bet on every single elimination. And you know, I kind of should feel bad that I betted on my friends, but like I need so much money from it, so I don't feel that guilty. <laughs> You know, I did vote on the Ambers. I did. I'm sorry. Because I knew that Amber Beat has experience in rugby mm -hmm. and tackling. So I just felt like she had like such a huge advantage with that. Yeah. Um, and at this stage, like, both Ambers were very underestimated. And so I made a lot of money on that one. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Like, yeah. have you always been a bit of a gambler? Or? Um, well, you know, with a bit of horse racing, I like to... <laughs> Bet on the stallions, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> i can't oh and this question kills me are you ready for this one when <laughs> when are we gonna get the fresh cotton pads merch <laughs> you know what i should have made some t-shirts or some masks for the pandemic saying fresh cotton pads it's a good idea just I sell think... cotton pads oh my god that's such a good idea big toe <laughs> cotton pads <laughs> Like an extra big one. <laughs> oh, 
the large cotton pads. I'm going to do this. Oh, well, Big T, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you deeper. You're a fucking light in this world. And I'm so excited to close out this segment and get into some listener transmissions and some challenge confidential. So stay tuned, guys. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at paramountshop.com and take 20% off with code challenge20. That's 20% off at checkout on all challenge products with code challenge20 at paramountshop.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to get into listener transmissions. That means listener questions. We get a lot of them in our DMs. And Big T's been getting this one a lot in her DMs. So tell me right now, Big T, is there something going on between you and CT? Look, I'm very honest. CT is a very, very good looking man. And when I was watching old episodes of the challenge, I thought he was the most dashing young man. Um, But however, (laughs) this season, our friendship and chemistry was purely platonic. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very much so. And you know what? CT is a great person to have a platonic relationship with. I mean, he is a stud, but at the same time, he's CT. Like, you kind of, like, love him as this brotherly, fatherly figure. Yeah, 100%. Like, brotherly, fatherly figure, indeed. But there is no denying that he's an absolute stud muffin. (laughs) Totally. Like a big bite out of that muffin. (laughs) Okay. So another question that I have been getting a lot, and maybe you've been getting a lot too, is do we get paid? I love this question. Don't know if we can really answer it or not, but we'll give you this much. I promise you we don't go on the show for free. My ass is not going on a 40-foot platform, hanging over a helicopter, eating a cabbage for no reason okay you're gonna pay me and the more shows we do the more we get paid so yeah definitely and uh i very much enjoy that paycheck (laughs) totally (laughs) okay and to wrap this up let's give some challenge confidential this isn't exactly part of the challenge but this is news that just broke pretty much all of the challenge t pages and that is that drake aka champagne poppy aka drizzy aka ovo daddy is following now the challenge on Instagram and your partner, CT. How crazy is that? It's amazing. It's so cool. <laughs> like, Drake has actually watched me and you on the telly, and it's fabulous. You know, Tori, I've been checking my DMs every single day. <laughs> Still hasn't slid in, but uh, I'm <laughs> I have absolute faith that he will slide in. Give it one more day. Just one more day. And then I'm coming in, Drake. (laughs) Yeah. I think everybody who's listening to this challenge podcast has to do two things right now. Number one, go on Drake's Instagram and DM him. Tell him that him and Big T would make a beautiful couple. Then tell him that I want to be in the relationship too. Polygamy. (laughs) Blah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Big T, it has been a pleasure having you on the show thank you so much is there anything you want to say before you go uh you know what i think everyone just next episode is going to be so intense uh 
you know, it's been such a great season. I want to say thank you so much to you, Tori, for having me on your podcast. I've had a lot of fun today, a lot of fun, and uh, definitely slide in my DMs, actually. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> okay, uh, liking where this is going. <laughs> where can we follow you, Big T, so that everyone can spam you with some love? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram on at Big T Faz. Or you can tweet me at the OG big underscore T. Yeah, so go spam her with some love. Make sure you tag Drake and all her shit because we're trying to get Drake and Big T to be teamed up on a season of the challenge. And you guys can follow me at Tori underscore deal. And make sure that you watch all the new episodes of the challenge every Wednesday. Next episode is going to be absolutely insane. We cannot wait to see what happens. And make sure you tune into the challenge podcast where you can go behind the scenes with us the next morning. Thank you so much again, Big T. I love you. I love you, Tori. Thank you so much. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com.